Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts and talents with us. I feel like you, are, you keep the doors open so that um, all of us can continue worshipping, con can continue in this rhythm of worship. That's so important. It's time for the word. Um, our senior pastor, Louis Kotsia, is going to be sharing the word with us on the glory of the resurrection, and we look forward to that. God bless you. Hi, family. How are you doing? This is day 17 of the lockdown. Hopefully that means we've only got four days to go. And then I don't know what you're looking forward to, but uh, I just pray that you would be in a good space at the moment right now and that uh, you're just still experiencing God's favor and God's grace upon you and your family and friends and whoever you are hunkered down with at this time and still also keep in contact with each other, with people outside of your direct space and uh, just connect, connecting and looking after each other. I want to welcome everybody from Hatfield Christian Church, Hatfield Christian Church South that are joining us for the service and again everybody from any other place, any other people that are joining us and uh, it's so great to have had all the feedback that we've had and just people connecting with us from all over the world. This is Resurrection Sunday. And, and I don't know about you, but it just, it feels a little bit more special, the fact this year that we can talk about Resurrection Sunday, as the hope is that we are coming out of our time of lockdown, and, uh, and we're coming out of a time of having dealing with this, and um, man, it just, it feels like Resurrection Sunday. It's just amazing. I think of this song that we even sang it this morning, we sing it quite a lot, Waymaker. And there's a section of the song that goes like this. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. And um, it's going to be interesting when, we've, when all of this is said and done to see what God has been doing during this time. Because we may be in lockdown, but like we've said before, God, you cannot put God in lockdown. You cannot lock God out even though we are in lockdown. Because God is busy working. And, and we see such a great example of that if we think of what we would call the crucifixion Saturday. You know, Good Friday we celebrated and that's the day Jesus was crucified. And today we're in Resurrection Sunday. But there was a day in between, which is the, the time on, on Easter, Passover, of the Saturday where, where Jesus' body was in the grave. And it could have been so easy during that time for the disciples to think, it's the end of the story. Nothing's happening. Nothing's going on. The Messiah is dead. Their hopes and dreams were dashed. The Pharisees could have been excited and the, and the, and the Roman government, they could have been excited to thinking, we've taken care of the problem. We've dealt with this potential riot that was coming and, and, and we've, we've put him in the grave. It's over. There's nothing happening. But how many of you know that on that Saturday, God was working? God was busy doing things. He was busy setting things up for Resurrection Sunday to come. You see, there can never be a manifestation if there's not a preparation. There can never be a new day if there's not a working that is done for that day. There can never be a greater level of fruitfulness if there's not first a time of pruning. There can never be a resurrection if there's not first a death. God is busy working. God is busy setting things up. God is doing a new thing and is going to be doing a new thing in our world. 
And this may have been a time where he has done a work of preparation. It may, have, may feel like Saturday now, but I want to tell you, Sunday has come. The time of resurrection has come. In the quiet, God is working. He's not finished. He wasn't taking a break on that Saturday when Jesus was in the grave. He wasn't resting. He was working. And right now, God has been working. Life for you may have been quiet during this time. Life for you may have been, may have been just backing off a few things. or Some of you may have worked hard during this time. But, but I tell you, God has been working. I want to say it again. There can never be a manifestation if there's not been a preparation. Often when things are quiet, when things look like there's not much going on, God is actually hard at work. It's often in the times of silence where the work is done for the time of the great reveal. Well, that's often what I tell Natasha when I'm lying on the couch, nodding off a little bit. I'm telling her, there's never a manifestation if there's not a time of preparation. So you may have been in a time of preparation. Right now, I think God has been doing some things in this world and preparing for a time of increase, for a time of the harvest, for a time of new things that he's, that he's going to do and release. Are you ready for the new things that God wants to do? Every godly king was once a shepherd. Every leader spent the time being hidden. Every outpouring comes after a time of, of waiting. This may have been a time of waiting. There's something coming. This is Resurrection Sunday. And we want to glory in the resurrection and partake in this time of the resurrection. So let's go to the scripture. And I want to remind you just of the amazing things that took place during that time of the resurrection. In Luke 24, verse 1 to 3, we read the following. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the woman took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Why? Because the body was not there. Saturday had passed. Sunday had come. He is risen. The work has been done. He has risen from the dead. Just as he said he would. In Luke 24, verse 6 to 7, we carry on reading. These women were there and then, then these two men appeared to them and they said to them, He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified and on the third day be raised again. Jesus told you that this was going to happen. He foretold you that, that this was coming. There was going to be a time when he would be in the grave, but he will rise again. We've been in a time. We've been in a time of hiding. We've been in a time. But I want to tell you, there's a time of resurrection. Because in this, when Jesus rose, he conquered the grave. 2 Timothy 1 verse 10 tells us, But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. He destroyed death. What an amazing thought. While we are all living in a sense of the fear 
of the reality and being responsible as we deal with the possibility of death because of this COVID-19. And how many people have died and lost their lives all over the world. But he has conquered death. Death is not the final act. Death has no longer got the power. Jesus has the power. And right now, I want to remind you that he has taken over rulership over life and death. Revelations 1 verse 17 to 18 tells us, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one, Jesus. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Wow. Do not be afraid. We don't have to fear. Because Jesus, who was dead, is alive. Death could not hold him. Oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Death could not hold him. Death could not contain him. There's nothing in this world that contain, can contain what God wants to do and the resurrection life that is in God. Nothing can keep it down. No death, no grave. Because Jesus conquered and he took the keys of life and death and he has the final authority. You may be feeling like, you know, it's been a long time in this lockdown and you may even be feeling like there's just, life has drained away and, and, and it's just, you know, you're feeling like, I've lost so much perhaps. Perhaps your business has been struggling during this time. Perhaps you've had to close your business down. Perhaps you've not had an income. Your, your company's not been able to pay you. But I want to tell you, there's life in Jesus. Resurrection life. And you know that resurrection life that was in him, that, that rose Jesus from the dead, is also in us. The scripture tells us in Romans 8 verse 9, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Wow, right there where you are. If you're a follower of Jesus, if you're a believer, I want to tell you today, the life that raised Jesus from the dead, that same power that death could not hold him, death could not keep him back, death could not contain him, that same power is in you. And as that has raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. You will come out of this. This will be a time of your resurrection also. This will be a time of you stepping forth into the new things that God has gone. And just as God raised Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Yes, and that does speak of, of, our, of our final resurrection one day when we will go to be with the Lord. But it speaks also of the Spirit of God living in us right now. No time of struggle, no time of, 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 of any form of suffering will keep us from that which God has in mind. His resurrection power. And this power that we will have, it is for now and forevermore that we will step into the glory of His resurrection. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 to 18. Therefore we do not lose heart. Can you look at each other? And just say to each other, therefore we do not lose heart. We do not give up. Though outwardly we are wasting away. Yes, outwardly we are facing difficult times. Yet outwardly things are tough. We're struggling. It may be that the toilet paper is finished. Outwardly things are tough. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles. 
are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We fix our eyes. And I want to remind you that, that as Paul writes and he, and here to the Corinthians, and he also does in other places, and Peter reminds us in his writings, that whenever we come to a time of suffering, whenever we come to a time where we struggle and where things are difficult, there's two things as believers we always have to remember. And I just want to remind you of these two things. When it comes to suffering, we must remember it's only for a short while. No suffering lasts forever. It only is for a short while. In the Lord Jesus, whatever we go through a difficult time, there is a resurrection coming. There is a new day coming. There is a time coming where God's will will be done. And I want to tell you, God is being preparing us. God has been doing a good thing. And I want to say that when, when the restrictions are lifted, we're going to see the amazing things that God has been doing during this time. We will see that this has only been for a short while. Now it may feel like it's long. And sometimes we are in a time of suffering and struggle and it feels so long because any time of suffering can feel really long. I mean, if you've got a toothache for five minutes, it feels like an eternity. But it's not. Because we have an eternal perspective as the children of God. We measure time not in minutes and seconds and hours or days or years. We measure time by eternity standards. There's never been a beginning and there never will be an end with God. We have an eternal perspective. So while there is suffering and, and struggle while we're on earth, it will, it's for a blink of an eye compared to the rest of time that we will live in the glory of the Lord. Time passes on this earth. Nothing is forever in terms of suffering. Second thing I want to remind you of suffering is that suffering that we experience here has this, for us as believers, unique thing that it does. Where the scripture says, and Paul writes here to the Corinthians, he says, it will produce an everlasting glory. What a, what a thought. That when we go through difficult times, those difficult times will produce something that is good for eternity. Remember, we've spoken about glory before. And we said that the, the, the chief end of man, of every one of us, that we exist to glorify God, to shine the light upon Him, to make Him seen, to make Him known, to show all His good attributes, to show everybody that He is magnificent and beautiful. But how, how does our suffering then have anything to do with that? That's a complex thought, but let me, just, let me just add this little bit to it and just think about this. When I go through suffering as a child of God and I know that this is only for a short while and I know that this doesn't change the fact that God is good and I keep my faith and I keep my focus on God and I keep doing the right things and the good things during a time of suffering, then I keep the focus on God. I show how good God is by me being faithful and believing in Him and going through the good time. I give glory to His name. So it's not that the, the suffering is in of itself glorious. It's how you and I handle the time of suffering that brings Him glory. That when 
when it may be so normal to withdraw and to just look after yourself, you reach out to others because you know God loves other people and God is so good. And because you, you have experienced and tasted the generosity of God, therefore you continue to be generous to others even when, when, it, when, it, when it takes something away from you that you may think you need. You are glorifying God. When we hold together as families and we, and we love each other, even when we could be getting on each other's nerves, we, we, we still Love and respect each other. We glorify God. This is an amazing thing. And this, this glory that we see will not only be here for, on this earth only, but it says an everlasting glory. An everlasting glory. What, a, what an amazing thing for us as believers to hold on to. That whatever st struggle we're going through, it will come to an end. And it could actually be something that produces good for us for all eternity. So therefore, we can be bold. We can be strong. We can be people of hope and people of faith in the midst of any difficult time. Because there is a resurrection. This is Resurrection Sunday. And I want to proclaim to you, God has been preparing. God has been doing good things for us across this earth. We will see the goodness of the Lord. God has been preparing you for good things. What has God been doing in your life in this time? Think of, of Joseph in the prison for all those many years where, where he had a promise from God. He had a prophecy where God said that, that his brothers would bow before him and his father and, and that, that, that God said he's going to do mighty things through him. And then he went into the prison, not because of anything he did actually wrong, and he spent all those years in preparation to one day be released to step into the purposes of God. Think of David behind the sheep, looking after the sheep so that one day he could be the king that God meant him to be. God has been preparing you. God has been working in your heart. If you have been faithful during this time, I think you're going to stand amazed at what God has Done. So I want to tell you that if these are the last four days of the lockdown, let's do this well. Let's end this well. Let's not lose the, the path, lose the way now. Let's go all the way and, and, and use these last days to continue to seek the Lord, to let Him do His work of preparation, to get you ready for what He wants to do in your life and through your life. We don't know the measures that will, that, that's coming ahead necessarily and what will hold down the future. But if we've been ready in this time, we will be ready for whatever is coming down the line. I want to thank you for being so diligent for each of you that have stayed connected to others during this time, that have kept connected. And, and I trust that we, have, that we have been helping you during this time to, to stay faithful to the Lord's call on your life. But I want to say again to you, there is no manifestation if there's not been a preparation. What has God been preparing? In your family, what has God been preparing? In your heart and in your minds, what has God been preparing? When you go back to work, when you go back on, on site, when you go back into things, what are the new things that God has deposited in you? What are the, what are the different attitudes, the different heart that he's given you for something. Perhaps he's imparted some new thinking in your mind during this time. 
Perhaps there's a creativity that is welled up in you. Perhaps you've found answers for some of the things that you've, that you've been struggling with and never had the time to really get answers for. Perhaps there's new order that God can bring through His people in this time so that we can move forward and let the name of the Lord be praised and be glorified. Thank you for being with us during these times, and during these services. And um, we want to pray for you. I, I specifically feel today, and I, I speak that prophetically over you. There's a time of resurrection coming. There's a time where the Lord is doing a new thing with you. So can I give you just a couple of thoughts that as we end and uh, when we finished that you may sit around with those that you are together with or connect with somebody on a, on a social media platform or connect with us, again, through the comment section on the, on the, on the social media platforms or on the uh, talk to us at, at Hatfield email address. I want you to, to just think about this. Just talk with each other. How's your faith doing during this time? Is your faith been growing strong? Or has it been a long time and your faith is busy faltering? How's your faith doing? Is there an expectation in you for the manifestation of His resurrection, resurrection power in your life? Are you ready for the new thing? Are you ready for the more that God is wanting to do? How do you feel about that? Is there excitement in you? Or are you uncertain and unsure? That's the first thing I'd like you to share with one another. Secondly, are you aware of God's working in you? Do you sense God busy doing something? If not, won't you take the next couple of days and say, Lord, what have you been doing? Because I guarantee you God's been doing something. There's not a person that God has not been working with during this time. Because he did not leave us. He did not forsake us. He was with us in this lockdown. So what has he been doing in your life? What has he been preparing you for? And, and pray and ask the Lord to give you a sense of that. He may not explain it all to you, but he can give you some sense of it. And then I want to ask you practically. What do you need to do to be ready to go back to school, back to work, back to just your engagements with people? How can you be ready? How can you be on the front foot? And I really pray for people who's during this time been through the difficulty of perhaps their businesses standing still, their income looking like it's, 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 it's not coming through and it's, it's being challenged. And I want to end in a time of praying for you that when you, when you move out of this time, that the resurrection power in the life in, that is in you in Christ will quickly cause you to catch up and move new momentum in your life and move you forward. That, that you will not come out of this time, that this time would not have knocked you down, would not have put you on the carpet, but that you would actually be like, a, like an arrow that's been pulled back and you're ready to go forward and gain new momentum and, and, and take new ground and go into new spaces. So can I pray that for us? And then we're going to end our time together. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you that you are working. You never stop. You never stop. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Thank you, Lord that you've been working in each of our lives during this time. In every one of us, you have been working. You have been preparing for a manifestation of your glory. You have been pruning for an increase of the fruitfulness. And we want to be ready. 
I, I speak into the spirit of every person listening to me. And I, and I say to you, stand up. Be ready. Move into the space that God has for you. Because He wants to do an accelerated work in your life. This is a Kairos moment. This is a Kairos time that God has ordained for something new in your life. And I proclaim it over you. Stand in Him today. If you've, if you've felt depressed during this time, if you've felt, if you've felt like you've lost so much, if you've, if you've felt like you've lost any ground, I want to call you right now to stand up and stand in faith and believe that God can move you forward. He has been working. And I pray for every person who, whose, whose income has been affected in this time. I, I speak life, Lord, and I speak resurrection power into that space, into that reality of their lives. And, and I say, Lord, that you will do miraculous things, not just for us as individuals, but for our nation, Lord, for our economy, that we will see an amazing time of, of things moving forward, Lord, as we come out of this time of the lockdown. I pray for every business, Lord. I, I speak life into their businesses. That wherever things have stood still, that they would gain momentum quickly, Lord. And that they will move forward and that they will catch up what they've lost during this time. I pray for your health, your, your, your work of, of healing and, and in the health of our people. That as a nation, Lord, we would, that we would experience just going forth in health. And in strength. And I, and I thank you for this, for this new time that we're stepping into. I pray for our leaders. I pray for, for new wisdom, for new understanding, for strategies, Lord. And how to move forward during this time. We are ready, Lord. We are ready for what you want to do. And we want to stand in faith with you for this time. And we thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. May you be strengthened and be encouraged for what God has been preparing you and what He is going to do through you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord be with you. In the last days of this lockdown, may you experience His powerful, life-giving energy with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.